The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. An entire life at that moment. He made the most of it. Kevin Crowe! This one's over. There's yep, a tap. Gerald Marshall gets it done. He submits to Ron Wynn in Vegas. I saw him get rocked, and once I locked in that rear naked, even though I wasn't under the chin, you get that grip tight, and I'm a black belt. That's all she wrote. Gerald Marshall, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I, busy show today. Uh, uh, we have Kevin Kroom with his incredible win, Gerald Mearshart. But listen, I love underdogs. You know that, Jimmy, because I, I was one in my career. Sure were. So when, when Kevin uh, Kroom, yeah. you like when he has that little, uh, the way in, he has that little switchblade that's a, really a comb. You ever see that? No. You didn't see that? No, I did not. Guys, a pr- a producers, play that for him right now. Put that on. I don't know if we have that kind of power. But no, don't. It's on his Instagram. <laughs> but anyway, look, he pro- I guarantee when we get him on here in like a couple of minutes, he's going to have that comb nearby. Yep. Because look, look, he has, because he's at weigh-ins and he's in there with Roberts that face to face. All of a sudden he looks like he's taking out a switchblade. He's like, Jimmy, look at my hand. Yep. And then it, it's really a comb and he starts doing this with his hair. No, you don't think it's, that, that's a cool I thing? I think that's great. I do. Right. But I don't think it's going to have the same effect when he pulls it out the next time though. Because when he first did it, it's like, oh my God, what is he? What is, God forbid he has a... It's not a knife, Jimmy. But if he keeps bringing it, if that's like his shtick, because he did it also in the post-fight interview. They were interviewing him, and you see him with the little switchblade thing. He's what he does. That, that's like, that could be his like, thing. That's what he does. Like, tell, like uh, Kojak with a lollipop or some yeah. shit. No? Hey, who loves you, baby? Smoking a more cigarette. He used to smoke more cigarettes. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> Jimmy, is it wrong if I text my wife to bring you up a couple more shots of espresso? I don't want to be, I don't want to be, Not at all. you know, because sometimes she gets shy. I don't want her to. No, no, no. Bottom line is this, Matt. Like you've said many times on this show, you're the man. And when you need something, you pound your fist and it gets yes. done. And the show comes first, basically. I would say yes. If you want an espresso, you should request one. But I know what I feel bad, though. Because she's running around all day with the, the kids with I the know. computers. What should I text? The honey? Honey, can I, can I have a couple shots of espresso? Here's more? what you should text. <laughs> I need an espresso. Chop, chop. <laughs> you want me to do that now? Let's see what she says. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ready? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it now. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. I. Dude, 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 you, Jimmy, you yeah. don't get me, you're going to get me in trouble because my wife's a sweetheart. No, she'll be a But, but she could be a little feisty Italian. No, American. no, no, I need an espresso chop chop. All right. That's the best I need, and, dude, you're going to get me, why am I, listen to me. I'm like, you're crying. you coming up with the espresso. Jimmy, Jimmy, what? Jimmy, you're, what? Me, you're not married. You don't understand what this could do. No, nah, they wouldn't understand. I don't understand. They match Ready? I need an espresso. espresso. Sure. Ready? Yeah. I need an espresso. I need chop, an chop. espresso. Chop chop. Yeah. I just did that. There you go. Oh shit! Do I'm actually? Do I'm actually? Am I nervous? Could I actually be nervous? That I did that. <laughs> and, and right now, by the way, have you gotten a response? Can I just wait, hold on before I get a response. Can I say just kidding? No. I, I think what you should write, Matt, is. Oh shit! Oh fuck, dude! I don't know. I'm gonna get. You know, look at me. I feel like a little kid. You get me. I think you should write. Have you heard back yet? No, no, no. Maybe you should write back. Apparently, you haven't read my last message. No. Oh, shit. She's typing. She's typing. Yeah. I, I no, 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 no. Be- seriously. Like, seriously. What's seriously. Your- seriously. She wrote. Seriously. Yeah, she wants to know if you you're kidding or if you really need- made. She, oh, now I feel bad. Look, you finished the one I made. She already made me espresso. Um. Sorry, joking. How about Sorry. this? No, 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 no. That's no, not the right answer. I don't like asking twice. I think that's the fair Fuck thing. Fuck that, Jimmy. Oh. No, no. Jimmy, you're getting yeah. me in fucking trouble. All right. <laughs> so, All right. She, look, All right. I'll give you chop chop with a fist. Look. <laughs> okay, she didn't. That wasn't well received. That's my fault. Except responsibility. Oh, Kevin oh. Kroom is ready. Oh, uh, get him on, dude. I'm crying, though. Man, Jim Norton, what's going on, bro? Hey, buddy, how are you? Dude, I'm a huge fan. Huge oh, fan. thanks, man. I'm not Thank surprised. You. I am hey, not surprised at too. all. Heck yeah. Wait, hold on. Your Thank hair's you. a little messed up. What are you going to do for yeah. that? Uh, I got to get my comb, right? <laughs> Tell me about that comb, Kevin. <laughs> uh, man, uh, I have been dreaming about this, you know, uh, for so long. Uh, man, I just plan on milking, milking this for everything it's worth. And, uh, man, I don't know. I had the comb, and I was like, about six months ago, I was like, this is what I'm going to do for my first UFC walkout. And, bam. <laughs> and you did it. And that yeah. happened. Hey, man, I love underdog stories. I like when it said, biggest underdog on the card. Yeah. Let's Kevin go. Kevin Kroom. Let's go. And now, listen, so you're in there. Tell us how this came about. Because it was one of our guys, Matt Favola, that fell out. Well, yeah. because something happened and so tell us tell us how this crazy 24 hour thing happened for you so i am um i'm doing medicals uh like for for the ufc so i can fight uh and i get the call i'm i got like an appointment at like 2 p.m um and i'm i'm pulling into the, the parking lot of the doctor's office and i get the call that uh I am. I need to go to Vegas, and we've already been discussing about going to Vegas to do medicals because they were cheaper out there. So I initially think I'm, uh, they just set some tests up, and then my manager's like, "No, no, like to fight," and I just like, "Oh, okay." And then so I had to like, I'm I'm 30 minutes away from my house to get these medicals done. I had to get this thing done, go get blood drawn, drive home, uh, 
and like I have two minutes at home to pack my bag. Uh, I left I left uh, the house completely in a mess. I text my girl. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, but I'm going to fight for the UFC. And then uh, hop on. Finally, like rush. I'm freaking out to the airport. I like get to the airport 30 minutes before boarding. Wow. So I'm like rushing everything. And then uh, I like finally get through security and I, I see my coach and I sit next to James and I put all my stuff down and I look at him and I say, who am I fighting? And, oh. uh, and you didn't even know uh, until that. It didn't matter. I had no clue, man, because it didn't, A, it didn't matter. And B, like I had too much stuff to worry about. I, I was on a time crunch. If this was going to happen, it was going to happen now. So finally I made it. All right down to business What's where up? were you at with the weight like what, what where were you at with oh weight? so i mean this man a like i i am going to fight bantamweight now um uh, i'll i'll make i'll get down to bantamweight i was like i woke up at 158 like i stepping into the cage when i left uh, the hotel i stepped on the scale with my uniform on i made weight i was 156 with my uniform on you know it's a no thing you've been <laughs> you've been in the game for a minute that's how Jimmy talks. Jimmy talks like a youngster. Yeah, You've been yeah, in the game yeah. for a minute. So how come? I mean, no one. When I see you, the way you fight, and uh, and and you're, and I can tell right now with your wacky personality, you'd be perfect for like the like tough, like the ultimate fighter. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. But I you in a house somewhere. Times. Like no, tried but like your personality. Times. You have like thirteen pro fights. You've been around. Wait, I feel 13? like thirteen. No, I got. Well, how am I been? Oh my! Oh fuck! What 30. am I saying? Thirty? I got like thirty-five. Holy shit! Pro well, fights. Like, I have like 75 fights total, like amateur yeah. pro boxing, all pro. I have like 40 pro fights, like 45 pro fights, everything. Yeah, Matt, the 13 you're seeing is, is that he was competing uh, for 13 years in other promotions. Yeah, he's got a lot of fights. I don't fuck around, dog. And you were ready, dude. You, you were completely ready. But did this help you too? Because it's weird, like when you have sometimes preparation time is a lot of time to think and run all options, good and bad. Yeah, yeah, kind of for sure. Time to think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I like it. It's just business. You know, uh, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it like that um, for sure. I mean, obviously, having time to prepare is nice, but uh, whatever, man. I don't, I don't care, dog. I've literally, you know, my yeah. entire career, which is why I just got here, is because I fought anybody, anywhere, anytime. You know what I mean? And that hasn't always been the best thing for me, but here we go. It finally paid off. <laughs> oh, so, so you'll be so coming up. It's not like you were. You, you had some kind of padded record or anything. You would just jump in on a minute's notice. Yeah, and man. I, I didn't. A, I mean, I just never had the best training. I just, yeah, I jumped in. I never trained before I started fighting. Uh, I, like, got, like, my first amateur fight, like, the week that I, I – I beat this kid up in high school and he walked into a gas station I was working at telling me he was a cage fighter. And I said, well, if you're a cage fighter, so am I, I got to fight the next week. And man, 13 years later, I just made it to the UFC, baby. Let's go. <laughs> wait, now, well, I want to know, wait, what were you like as a kid? I can oh, see man. you just not sitting still. Oh man, ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> were you in the sports and, and what were you doing as a kid? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I always, ever since I saw like three little ninjas, I loved, I love ninja stuff. Man, I, I wasn't like really allowed to do sports or do anything like that growing up. I started wrestling in high school, and oh. that was like my first athletic thing. Okay. How weren't you allowed? Were your parents strict? <laughs> Man, yeah. I mean, they were kind of nutty. <laughs> oh, really? Were you religious? 
yeah, my dad was a pastor, like super. Yeah, it, man, I, I had a hell of a time. We'll just you, say that. You did, right? Now, did yeah, you rebel but, against that too? Because a lot of people in the, like you, you went into at least a good lifestyle. Well, I, I mean, it, it was good and bad. Like, I mean, he was a pastor, but he did some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Uh, you know that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, I'm a fighter for a reason. We'll just put it like that. You okay. Know I mean? So yeah, you learned, you take care of yeah. yourself. And, yeah, uh, you I'm a fighter for a reason. What's amazing about this too, Kevin, is not only do you get this the the fastest, I think the fastest win in in in, in UFC uh, like lightweight, lightweight de history, history debut. Let's go! You are completely uninjured. You took no damage, so people want to see you fight again, and you are ready to go, which is great. Right, I just got done training. You I did. just got done. I had a full training session. Let's go! I'm ready. I'm making weight now. Fight. Huh? Where are I'm you at now? The gym. Glory MMA. Let's go! Listen, are you so you're with the great James Krause, No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, great James Krause. I said, didn't I say the great? Yeah, you yeah, did. You did. Yeah, yeah, good. Let, let me. Yeah, you're confirming it. Yeah, is he over there? No, he's in Vegas. He's uh, cornering oh. somebody tomorrow night. Okay, so you're waving off, and I got. I got. Oh, yeah, I gotta, my manager. Gotta, sorry. Oh, that's cool, man. Hey, listen, that guy deserves a hug too for doing oh, what he did. did for uh, uh. Uh, but let me tell you something. So, I mean, you. And then you got, he's got Tim Elliott. What is in the water near you guys? Because you guys. Man, I mean, it has got nothing to do with the water. It's just James Krause, just, he's an animal and he expects the most out of us. And we were a blue collar work team. And like, yeah. that, that's what we mean. I've, I'm, I've been working construction forever, my whole life. I've grown up like blue collar, man. We, we fucking work here, you know, and that's what it's about. You know what I like, Kevin? When I, this is the thing I saw you fight. And then I think I was so J and then I'm, I'm following James on Instagram. We, James is like a friend of the show now at this point. And then I yeah. clicked on your Instagram and that's what sealed the deal. And I literally texted Antonio, my producer. I go, get him on. Once I read BJJ Brown belt cartoons and ninja shit, I go, let me <laughs> uh, talk too to much him. Television watching got me chasing dreams. Let's yes. Go. What, what is that? Is that Biggie? Julio. Who is it? Coolio. Coolio. Wow. Oh, shit. That's my wife's favorite song. That's Dark, fucking gangster. Just paradise. paradise. I'm Holy an educated shit. fool with money on my mind. Let's go. Yeah, go. You keep going. I like it. So listen to me. Wait, Matt, Matt, Matt. Let me brag what? for Matt because you play video games. Matt, in the video game he plays, I, I want to brag for Matt. Well, Jimmy, don't, don't embarrass three, me in front of Kevin. Number three in the world. Well, now you're being a dick. He, like, first of all, he knows I'm number five or six. I'm oh, right sorry. You know, and you, Jimmy, you knew that be going in. I'm sorry. And you want to make me feel less dangerous. No, it's, it's amazing. On, on my, I play virtual reality. It's a cartoon and ninja shit. You're just assuming that he's into video games. I love it. it. Do you play any video games? <laughs> no, nah, not for real. He's oh, not yeah. in video games. Oh, now okay. you make me feel I less accomplished. It's not that I'm not, but dude, like I have like a PS3. I'm like a few systems behind. I just don't, I don't spend money on that type of stuff, you know? Well, I mean, dude, speaking of that, I, I saw your money now though. Maybe I'll get one. Yeah. Get yourself a freaking uh, Xbox. Listen, yeah, right? Kevin, Kevin, I saw you, you tweeted, you tweeted or put on Instagram something of, uh, you had $64 and uh, I was hoping to get the 65. And then I got this call. Are you, are you exaggerating a little bit? No, nah, not at Come all. On. Not at all. Do you spend a lot of money? I mean, I just don't, uh, you know, I mean, I spend all of my time training, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so like I do work, I, I, I did have a job, you know, doing construction and stuff, but man, like, and I mean, so I make just enough to get by, you know, like. I know that feeling for sure. I've been there for sure. Well, I mean, this is, this is such a, a great story, 
Kevin. Yeah. Who are you telling, talk, bro? Talk, <laughs> you are on cloud. T- there's a cloud ten. Anything higher yeah. than cloud nine? I'm saying cloud twenty one. That's yes. what I'm saying. Doesn't it feel great? You were so. I was. You know what? Don't you, Jimmy? When he won, did you get? You feel like you get happy for him. I didn't even know. Yeah. Him. I couldn't have dreamed it. I I never would have dreamed it be this good, right? Because you're never gonna <laughs> hope. You're never gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna have a 30 second UFC debut, you train and think about the hardest possible thing. And I went out there and I, ah, is that your move? The guillotine? No, that's literally <laughs> like the second time I've ever done that ever. Oh. However, oh. however, I just hit that same move twice in the gym today. So I think Might the thing is, it. I think the thing is, is I just realized that I need to do it with my left hand. Uh, oh. There's something about like my shoulders, my shoulders yeah. are so tight. I can't get enough force or crank this way, and but yeah. when I use my left hand, so who knows? Maybe I just figure something out, and maybe it will be my new move. Who knows? That, it is funny how that works sometimes, you know, because it's the same thing. My my right elbow guillotine is way better than my left. It's so strange. But you you went from like an elbow up, and then he went to like defend, and you went yeah. to like a modified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you they, knew they you, it might have been you. You knew the choke. You never pulled that off in practice. Yeah, yeah I mean, so. so maybe against the blue belt or something, you know what I mean? Like, but uh, no, like I have one, like I think maybe my fifth pro fight, I did kind of the same thing. It was a 16 second finish. I clipped the kid with the uppercut and he just like gave me his neck and it almost fell in, you know? And so like, I mean, yeah, I, I know I'll, I'll mess around with it, but in a fight, like, no, like a guillotine is not really my thing. It just worked out, man. Well, I think he's a brown belt too, uh, Roberts. I mean, uh, you know, only, and, uh, how does he feel you submitted? How does he feel to get caught in that? Like, especially when you're saying like, well, you know, I, I've tried it a couple times, but not really. Like if that was your signature move, hey. but the fact that you just kind of threw it out there. Yeah, for sure. But also it's like, you know, I mean, I just threw it out there, but there's 15 years of training sure. and experience that went into that one moment, you know, uh, and man, I, I clocked them, you know, yeah, like, you, dropped them. I, you know, like, and that's kind of, I mean, well, I have like 11 submissions or something like that. And the majority come from me just kind of catching them and then and then boom hey i can either work really hard and knock them out or i can just grab that neck real quick and it's done you know and when you got somebody like me like i'll take a fucking ton of punishment and all these kids are so tough but you can't fucking if you can't breathe you can't fight so give me that neck all day you know what when did you realize you had it like, you know, at first you grab him. Did you know immediately you had it? No, like, I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch. You know what sure. I mean? Like, who who knows anything? That kid's tough. Like, but, yeah, I felt how, like, deep it was. Right. You know, like, I mean, I felt that neck. And I honestly hadn't even started to squeeze yet. I, like, I hadn't started to squeeze my bicep yet. Like, that's the last move. In, that's the last move in the sequence. And I was just holding it. And finally, I put my hips in. And I was going to start squeezing my biceps in like another second and i got the tap so whatever and as much as it was you had to go last minute too hey roberts didn't have any time to get ready for you either like you know what i mean he was like one of those things that he, that he had he was probably at a full camp but he had no time to get ready for you and uh, man you really you caught him it was beautiful man it was really really it was it was nice Hell yeah, man. I appreciate that. Man, <laughs> I'm really happy about this moment right now, dude. I'm such a big comedy fan. Oh, I'm cool, a man. Comedy, Thank you. I'm a comedy nerd, bro. So, yeah. Well, thanks, you like Jimmy's? You like to. Jimmy's, um, like, deviant humor? I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I mean, he's a silly son of a bitch. <laughs> Thank you, brother. He sure is. That's what I call him that all the time. Uh, now, listen, during this quarantine, guys that want to stay busy, Jimmy, I'm not sure if you asked this earlier, Do you, are you? I can see you 
taking advantage of this. And if guys who want to stay busy are Ken. getting fights, like Tim, your I buddy Tim. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, sure. I can see you saying, hey, man, keep me busy. Is that going to be the case? Because people 100%. are going to want to see you, Kevin. You're on the radar For now, sure. man. Hey, man, I want people to see me. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, so obviously I just set myself up in a good position to where I don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? Like I just made a little bit of money. Um, so like, but however, if it's right, man, I mean, I'll literally fight tomorrow. Like I, I don't care. It's, I fight because I love to fight. So yeah, man, I mean, I'm just going to do whatever James Cross says. James got me here. I'm, I'm literally going to listen to every word he says till the day I die. So whatever he says is what I'm going to do. That's my plan for my career. <laughs> is there anybody you got an eye on right now? I mean, I know you'll take anybody they give you. Uh, I mean, no, uh, I'd like to fight Caceres uh, at some point. I don't know about, you know, like immediately, yeah. but I mean, that's a great fight for the fans. The fans yeah. win in that one. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, both of our personalities will play off each other. Uh, you know, who, but 145 a, is your weight, right? Uh, so, man, that's what I've been fighting outside. I fought 35. Too. I thought you said bantamweight will, before, yeah. I will, I will fight 35 again, um, but I mean – there's some there's some fights at 45 I like for sure. But your ideal weight is what exactly? Uh, man, I, I was 158 after practice. Oh, okay. So so weight would be your your your. Division. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, it's just outside of the UFC, it it's not worth it. The I cut, hear you. The cut sucks. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my last fight, I just got paid one and one for. You know, so <laughs> like. You know, like I'm not gonna. Yeah, and like that's my 30 second fight. Like yeah. you know what I mean? So like yeah. it's just. Well, let me tell you something, man. You're a welcome addition. Yeah. I like your I like your antics. It's very um nothing feels forced. I feel like you're a wacky dude in the best sense of the of the uh words there. I think that uh I like it, man. I, I like yeah. it. I can't wait to see what's next for you. Hisaris and you, I love the idea oh, of that yeah, that's fight. A good fight. That's a good hey, fight man. for sure. Hell yeah, dude. He looked great in his list. He cut, he might be the opposite Caceres when he he's like opposite of Samson. He cut his hair, he's looking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, him and Andy had that like that that puffy hair, and I'll tell you right now, he he looked he looked like Bruce Leroy from the Last Dragon. He did. Last he did. Did you ever see that movie, Kevin? Oh man, I got the glow. Who's the right? actor? Show enough. Yeah, show enough. <laughs> that was oh, a yeah. great movie. I'm surprised oh, they didn't yeah. try to reboot that glow. shit. I got the glow, baby. Let's go. You sure do, bro. <laughs> All well, right, man. man. We'll definitely. I would love to have you back on. This was fun talking to you, and oh, we're and we're uh, congratulations, man. That was Heck really yeah, a fun thank fight. You so much. Thank you, thank you. Good job, Kevin. Nice to talk. Right, thank you. I got, I got more. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by P3, the official protein snack of the UFC. P3 portable protein packs are a savory and crunchy combination of three dynamic sources of protein from meat, cheese, and nuts. Each P3 pack contains up to 13 grams of protein, and they come in great tasting combinations like turkey, almond, and Colby Jack. P3. Three dynamic ways to fuel your day with protein-packed meat, cheese, and nuts, because three is better than one. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. 
Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Jimmy, you remember when I asked my wife before and we, we made that joke about her picking up the thing, Chop Chop? I saw you aim down the thing when she came yeah, out. Yeah, because you know what? Look at the cup she gave me now to drink out of a mermaid fucking. She, this is her F you to me. Look at this thing. Yeah. But I think that was a big mermaid more. glass. What's wrong with that? You enjoy. Well, you know, have she a goes, little yeah, sip of seawater. She's so cute, though. Have a little sip of seawater. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you put a little sip of seawater? Oh, Jimmy, man, I can't believe that Tyrone Woodley is fighting. I do. I can't, that, that fight like it just it just appeared out of nowhere against Covington, which is a fight I really want to see. Um, and again, it makes me feel really bad for Leon Edwards. Um, Leon Edwards, I believe, will have his day. He, he will. will have his day. But I don't. I'm a darn. What am I? Who the hell am I? Darn I'm it. a nice man. I, mean, I am a nice guy. I, I mean, I really, I really, really don't understand why they don't set him up with Jorge Masvidal. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Is it a money issue? Is it that Masvidal wants a Diaz rematch? Uh, again, some of these, sometimes guys want not a better fighter, but a bigger name or a name they feel is going to just put more money. I mean, obviously, there's, there's motives behind it. And I, but I think for me as a fan, Masvidal, Edwards, Edwards Covington, uh, you know, any of these guys I, I want to see fighting. Uh, Covington, Woodley, I'm really fucking psyched about. Let me tell you something. They're both coming off a loss. Uh, Tyron's coming off, I think, two losses, right? To uh, 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 Kamar Usman, the champion. And, uh, and Gilbert Burns, yeah. yeah. So uh, I ten, 10 rounds in a row, if I'm correct. So it'll be interesting to see how he responds and how he – this is a very, very important fight for Tyron. I mean, it's an important fight for Colby, too, but I think it's a bigger fight for Woodley. Dude, I just want to see – I mean, listen, Colby does a good job at playing the heel. Yeah, and he's a great fighter. I mean, he's a really, really good fighter. No, no, listen, if he just yeah, played absolutely. the heel and couldn't fight, it's one thing. Sure. Hey, Kobe, let's make up. Come on the show. Come on the show. Don't be a baby. I'll let you call me a little chubby bald man, whatever you want. Yeah. I'll play along with you. I'm not going to play much. I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. But I do want you on the show. <laughs> I do want you on the show. I can not why, because if I get carried away, I'm not going to play along too much. No, you won't. There's only, there's only so much I can be called short. And yeah, man. Yeah, I, I don't think you play along with anybody, particularly like for Jimmy. long. If you think they're fucking with you, yeah. uh, Jimmy. I just like to have a good time. Yes, you do. Let's start uh, going over a couple picks, and then we're going to talk to Gerald. I, I don't think like Hill uh, uh, Waterson was such a fucking great fight. I, I and I thought is, it, I, I had a two think? two. I had a two two going into the fifth. I believe I had the first two. Uh, Hill, hundred first uh, of all, hundred percent those first two rounds. Yeah, and three and four where I, I think I had uh, for Waters and close, um, and I thought in the final one I thought that Waterson was doing more, but then they said it was eighteen eighteen with significant strikes. So I was like, fuck, I didn't even realize that, but I was okay with her getting it. It was I wouldn't have felt like either one was robbed. I felt it was that close, and I actually felt it could have been a draw. You see what you said there? I mean, what? it. You said exactly because I was talking to Ray Longo before. I could have been a draw. And, and, and Ray Longo goes, uh, hey, you tell me that uh, 
Michelle Waterson won, and I could agree with you. You tell me that uh, Angelina, Angela, Angela Hill, Hill yeah. Angelina, my, my kid, Angela you, Hill. No, does have a daughter, Angelina. Yeah. <laughs> Angela Hill uh, went ones. Uh, then I agree with you also. You can make a case for both girls. I really feel for Angela Hill because she looked masterful those Amazing. first two rounds specifically. The first two rounds, Jimmy. Yep. It, it was almost like, dude, she's going to make her look silly. She's doing so well. And then, to Michelle's credit, she ended up getting that takedown in that third round and taking it. And then that made her, that brought her back into the fight. So, you know, and then again, then it was close after that. But before that, the first two rounds weren't close. They were clearly Angela's rounds. It's like, oh, man, she's going to be, if she keeps doing this, because she, I mean, because she really looked, she's, she was, I like her style. She really yeah. came a long way because, you know, she was accurate. She was landing that overhand. She was, she has footwork and uh, she was taking away the takedowns and I was really enjoying what she was doing. But then Michelle, you know, showed some perseverance and, and battled back and what a, what a, what I'll tell you right now. Great, great main event. Yeah. Uh, do you think Matt, let me ask you. girls should hold their heads up high. Sorry about it. Do you think that this had a little to do? Because, uh, you know, Angela's gone five before, but I think Michelle has a bit more five-round experience. I wonder if this had anything to do with just a slight difference in pacing in the first two rounds and into the third and fourth. I mean, I, I really don't know the answer. I hear you, but it's not like Angela got, like, tired. and She didn't look like I thought in the fourth she looked, and again, she bit, you think? crazy. I thought she looked a little bit, I noticed that she was like, uh, Again, mouth breathing a bit. I'm like, man, she's a little bit tired in the fourth or fifth. I mean, I feel for her because it definitely could have went her I way. Know. But that in her mind, wrong. she should be like, yo, I'm on like a seven fight win streak. Because yeah. look at the fight before that. <laughs> yo, yeah. it's funny because um, Claudia Gadella wrote something like, ah, now she's going to be crying herself to for like till the next year or something or till 2021. She said something like that. And then uh, right away, Angela wrote right in there, why don't you rematch me, ho? Or some <laughs> shit like that. Oh, no, she's funny. She's like, yeah, she's like, that's probably the next time you're going to fight is 2021. I don't you know, know it's, it's one of those things, too. I think that should have been a draw. Like, Yo, you no, I hear it could definitely, nobody would have complained if it was a no, draw. No, Bigfoot Hunt. Remember that? I mean, some fight is just a draw. Bigfoot and Hunt. I love you, Jimmy. Let's get, let's get. Yeah. Let's not. Let's get Gerald on here. Yeah. I miss Gerald. Do I know him well enough to say I miss him? Probably not. No, you don't. But it, I, he, he's a good guy. I he'll be like he'll think that's strange that you miss him and you've talked <laughs> twice. Do you hear us now? I can. What's Gerald, up, guys? I said Gerald Mershaw's a friend of the show by this point. How many times have you been on the show? Three, four. You can say at least that. three times. It, Jimmy. Hold on. Now, Matt just said this, which we think is a little crazy. Wait, hold on. Don't say it the right way. Don't make me look weird. No, I won't. Matt just, just... Said, uh, Matt said, uh, <clears throat> I miss Gerald. Now, he didn't say it like that, but he did say, he goes, I miss Gerald. Then he goes, do I know him well enough to say that? And I'm like, I don't think so. I, I think, know, Gerald, I might not know you well enough to say that, but I think we have fun on the show. Oh, hey, I missed you too, Matt. This He's... is great. I love being here. Thank you, Gerald. Jimmy, you're a little prick for trying to make me feel weird. But thank you, Gerald. You asked. Gerald you asked. backed me up on that. He did. Gerald knows that I know what it feels like to have people doubt you. To have people, when you're in his shoes, right? I know what he feels like right now. Oh, you're fighting that Comzac guy. Oh, good luck. And then they're, they're saying shit. They said that same shit, Gerald, when you were going to go face 
Deron win. You understand? Right. Tell us. That's tell right. us how you're feeling. Look, I'm feeling fired up, guys. I'm ready to get in there and smash somebody. Everyone, like Matt said, well, not everyone. Most people are looking over me. I'm sure Kamzat's looking over me. He's already looking into the future. He's talking about fighting Damian Maya. He's talking about fighting the Diaz brothers. He's talking about fighting all these guys. I am singularly focused on fighting one man on September 19th and making it one of the worst nights of his life. Look, he thinks he's going to come in there and take me down. He doesn't understand that I'm comfortable from every single position. I won't just be trying to get back up if, if he takes me down. I'm going to be looking to finish him. All right, I'm tied for the most submissions in the middleweight division. I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu. The whole point of an MMA fight is you should be able to end the fight from every position, and that's what I intend to do. Yes. And I think that you're right. I think that, the, like, and we talked about you before, like, and we mentioned Brunson uh, and, and what he did recently. Uh, you know, guys who are, have been around and seen everything are always really, really dangerous for these young upcoming guys who are 8-0, who fought some good fighters, but he hasn't fought the level of fighters you fought. And he has not seen the level of things and gone through the things you've gone through in the cage. So I think that's a, this is a, a very dangerous fight for him if he's looking past it. Oh, definitely. And the, this is the other thing. I know exactly what he wants to do. You know, every fight he has is super short. He hasn't spent that much time in there. What happens when he gets in there and it doesn't go his way in the first couple minutes? What happens when I stuff those first few takedowns and all of a sudden he's getting a little desperate? He starts overextending himself, right? What happens when he grabs a hold of me and he grabs a hold of another grappler who's not only bigger but way stronger because he thinks he's going to be able to clamp onto me and do what he wants. He's about to run into 185 pounds of raw American horsepower, and he ain't going to know what to do. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. Hey, hey, listen, Gerald, as far as fuel, there's, there's a, if you're getting ready for a fight, there's somebody talking trash. You could use that as fuel. But when there's somebody, and I felt this before, they're talking past you. All right, I want, like you said, I want Damian Meyer. I want the Diaz brothers. He's fighting you first, and he's already looking past you. So I know what that feels like, and it's one of those things like, really? Really, everybody? I'm going to shit on everybody's fucking parade right now, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's how I felt personally. I'm about to ruin this fucking party. Oh, you know exactly. what I mean? I, I know exactly what you mean, and look. Not only does he think he's naming names, right, but he's giving dates and locations. You think you're going to be able to fight a month after you fight me? Like, the, not only does he think he's going to win, he thinks he's going to come out unscathed. And I don't know if maybe he just hasn't watched any of my fights or something. I put two guys to sleep in the octagon already, like completely unconscious, right? And not only that, but I love throwing elbows. So the fact that you think that you're going to come out of there and not have, like, the mandatory 60 to 90-day, you know, time off before you can even think about making contact and start training, you got to be out of your mind. As much as that, it, it's kind of insulting for, uh, for him to think that. In a way, does that make you happy? Like, it's better to have somebody underestimate you. Like, what better feeling than somebody who underestimates you? Like, uh Nganu admitted, which I liked him for, that he underestimated Stipe, who was the champion, which was crazy, but he didn't take him as seriously, and we saw how terribly that worked out for him. So is there something satisfying about that, too? Like, yeah, I know this guy is looking past me, and I just can't wait to punish him for it. Uh, I don't know if it's satisfying, uh, but it definitely it, it helps the fight, right? Because he's, you know, he's not a, a big talker, like you said, and which is good for him because, look, uh, he fights like Khabib. He just, you know, all he's got to do is do what he does, go out there and fight like how he's fighting. He's got to say three things like I smash him and he'd send location and whatever else. That's all he should stick to doing. So he's doing that very well. So I'm not going to get into a trash talk battle with him, obviously, but having that 
the, the extra fuel, just knowing that he's looking past me, you know, I, I can't think of anything more motivating. And then, you know, to have the UFC go along with it. And again, I've said this before. I don't fault him. If I was Dana, I'd do the exact same thing. I'd be putting that kid's name out there and telling him, oh, he's nuts. He wants to fight all the time. I'm going to book him all these fights. But unfortunately, he picked me for the other side of it to start his little run, and it's going to stop dead in his tracks. It, you know, it's funny. It's almost like <clears throat> uh, Marlon uh, Chito, Chito Vera, you know, when he what he did with, uh, with Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley, yeah. Now people are talking. Now they know him more. Like, he expressed them. And he's a quiet guy. He's like a quiet warrior, but shit, he's a warrior that that era. So I mean, now he started talking after after he, you know, de- I don't want to say dehyped. I don't want to be disrespectful to O'Malley. I like O'Malley. Yeah, and he did have an injury. I don't think he's handling. I don't think he's handling the loss great. But uh, yeah. you know, he's a young kid, so whatever. Right. But I for but as far as with Marlon, man, did he seize that opportunity? Who's not going to want to see him fight again? You know what I mean? It's all because the spotlight was put on it. Because of that, the hype of O'Malley. So this is such a great when you got Warford, when you heard his name, and you know everybody that goes in that cage is is is, is a monster. Did, what was the first thing that came through your head when you got that name in front of you? Oh, I love the matchup. I never knew that I would get the opportunity because I figured they would, especially if they're going to have him fight at eighty-five, right? I figured they give him an easier test, so to speak. Because up to this point, of course, it's only been two fights. But they, you know, they were very favorable matchups to him. So I figured if they gave him another 85er and let him bounce back and forth, they give him someone that was like a striker with okay to decent takedown defense, not another grappler, right? Because I can wrestle with him. I can defend the takedowns. And like I said, again, I don't know why all these guys fight these Russians and they do exactly what they want them to do. They want to build up to all fours and then they give up that wrist ride. And now they're fighting a losing battle instead of, hey, guys. I don't know if you know this, but you can finish people from your guard. Like, yeah. I was just spending time with uh, Tyron and Dean Thomas. And you know Dean Thomas. He's one of the best to ever do it in the cage as far as fighting off his back. Like, you can armbar people. That's an option. And not only that, but if you're threatening to break someone's arm or choke them with a guillotine or a triangle, chances are they're going to give you a chance to stand up. That's, so, so, that's very smart. And that's so important, Gerald. A lot of, a lot of guys are um, – they're so – they concentrate so much on getting up that you're just showing me your hand. But when you're, when you have a guard that's threatening, it it gives, if anything, some space for them. Okay. I don't want to get caught in this, this, and that will create a little bit of space for you to get up. If you have a non-threatening guard, all you have to worry about is one thing, keeping him down. But now once you're bringing your arms back, you're pulling out of shit, it, it creates space. In the beginning, when we do drills at my school, uh, a lot of times it's passing the guard the object on top is to pass the guard. The guy on bottom, submit, reverse, total last resort, you're able to get away. Otherwise, you get a good wrestler. He's getting away from everybody until he meets a better wrestler. And he doesn't have a threatening guard at that point. Gerald, you know this shit. I'm explaining it to Jimmy Bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gerald's totally like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, you sweep, yeah. submit, or stand up. And the stand up is open, like you said, because you already tried to sweep and or submit. Ah, that's so exciting. Jimmy, I'm so excited for for this fight. Whenever I hear of a fight like this, again, the examples I've mentioned are Frankie Yair. And again, not that Yair was disrespectful. It was just one of those things where the young guy that everybody was talking about and people forget, well, yeah, but look who he's got to get through this guy. Like, you know, this Frankie had seen everybody by that point. And they, uh, guys who have been around always know 
how to stop somebody who has not seen that level. And I love, love, love matchups like this. I, I don't know if there's anything I enjoy more in the UFC than a young undefeated guy having to deal with somebody who has fought everybody. Um, so yeah, I, I'm actually taking you in this fight. And I'm not just saying that because you're, if I wasn't taking you, I probably wouldn't tell you because I, I like you. But, <laughs> I appreciate that. But I, but I am taking you um, with, with no disrespect to uh, Chimaya, but I, I just think that uh, he's going to run into a problem with you. So I'm going to take you either by second or third round stoppage. Shit, yeah. You know I am, Jimmy. Yeah. And Gerald, I'm not just saying that. I can, listen, I'm all about the underdog. It is something that makes it so much more exciting. And this is not just another fight. It's a fucking huge opportunity. And you know what I mean? So it's just, oh. Yeah. oh. No, you know? a lot of people are excited about it. And, you know, of course, I've been talking it up because, you know, that's my role. I'm going to play spoiler. Sure. And I'm completely fine with that. But, but look, this kid, I know he's going to be tough. He's going to be yeah. very mentally tough. He's only ever won, right? He is very insistent and stubborn on executing his game plan. And I give him all the credit in the world. I respect him as a competitor. But, yeah. look, I'm just as stubborn as he is. And for him to execute his game plan, he has to get to where I'm most dangerous in the grappling department. You know, I'm tied for the record in the UFC. I got like 23 submission wins out of 30-something. So I'm, you know, this is what I do. Like, I'm an all-arounder as far as, like, you've seen me take guys down. You've seen me knock guys out and strike with them. But my, my first true passion is grappling. So if you have to come to me where I can get my hands on you, it's going to be a long day in the office. Yeah, and, uh, I, and again, he is a good fighter, too. And regardless of what happens on, on Saturday, you know, he'll be fighting for a while, and, and his next fight, people are going to still want to see him fight. This is, this, you know, he's still a great fighter. But uh, I just think that when you come up against a guy like yourself who has, you've just, you've fought a, a higher caliber of fighters for a longer period of time. It's not good karma to talk past stuff. I mean, I just no. find it, no matter how confident you are, you start talking past guys in this game, it sets you up for a little bit of humble pie, you know? Yeah. Unless it's Tom's out of pie, throw that on the floor and say you don't eat pie, but I'm telling you right now. Unless it's a pure psychological move by him and in his mind he's obsessed with you. I mean, again, he may be doing that to put you in his – I don't know. I don't know the guy. But uh, it, that's the only way I would say it makes sense if he's trying to just do something publicly but internally. Well, it feels different. If that, if that was his idea, that that was a pretty dumb game plan because the last time someone pissed me off this much, I ended up beating him up and choking him out. So if if that's his play, I'm all for it. Okay. Hey, Jared, let me ask you. You were supposed to fight Ed Herman, and then you tested positive for the COVID? Yes. How did that feel? Did you did you get retested? Are you sure you had it? Yeah. I Well, that was the thing. So originally I was supposed to fight Herman, and then we tried to reschedule it for uh, last Saturday, actually but I just kept testing positive and I kept seeing things like some people test positive for up to two weeks. Some people, it can be like months. Like it's, you know, it's such a weird thing. We know so little about it because it's only been around for however long. Right. So I got to a point where I talked to my manager and my coach and I'm like, I don't want to waste my time at Herman's time, the UFC's time. And you know, because after the 10 days I, I had symptoms for like two days. So I was very fortunate. I had a stuffy nose for a couple of days and I was fine. And uh, the UFC Jeez. doctor are like, look, you can go back to whatever. Um, but as far as, you know, you have to get a negative test before you fight. And I knew that. So if I kept testing positive and we're getting down to the wire, I'm like, look, uh, I'm just going to, you know, step out of this because, you know, why am I going to trouble everyone? Even if I say I do get a negative and then all of a sudden I come back and it's still positive. Maybe the other test wasn't good enough, but I've been testing negative. Now we're all good. 
And, uh, you know, I just happened to get this opportunity and I'm excited for it. Now, you didn't have any symptoms? I, I had a stuffy nose for like two days. It was very, very mild. So, this is what the That's fuck great. I'm talking about, Jimmy. Yeah. Some people have it a little worse than others. And I know some people, but I mean, this is why we're closing the whole fucking shit down. I know. Who did we talk to that had a bad? She had a rough, a little bit rough. Uh, we interviewed a fighter recently. She just, uh, in Mexico, I thought she had it. Uh, I, I don't remember. Who I don't remember who we just interviewed. Um, oh, week. oh, oh, it's bothering. It's going to bother me now, but it'll come to me afterwards. We got Gerald on. Let me ask him. All right, yeah. <laughs> Gerald, listen, speaking of the, uh, the Ed Herman fight, did you watch it? I did. Holy shit. Can I just, can we just all agree that poor Mike Rodriguez got yeah. effed? He got royally so screwed so by bad. the ref. Come on, Jimmy, do you see that? Terrible. Oh, God, I feel so bad. And you know, Jimmy, uh, you know my nickname when I'm in my VR. It's Kamora Savage. It sure I, love, I love Kamoras. Normally, I'd be a guy losing and coming up. I'd be doing cartwheels. But I felt so fucking bad for that yeah, guy. I never, the only thing that remotely came, comes close, I can remember, is back in the day, and even good refs fuck up, Big John McCarthy stopped Murillo Bustamante from uh, getting Matt Linland. He had him in a full-blown arm lock, and he stopped it before the guy tapped, and he had him start over, and he apologized because he fucked up. I don't know. That's, a, that's an old-school fight. But anyway, with this one, he gets – it's a – dude, it's illegal. What, did he hit him in the liver? Was it a liver shot? Oh, he, yeah. yeah, and it was, it was one knee definitely. he dropped, and dude. his knee came down on top of uh, – Herman's cup, but it was not at all. Did you just do? It was two knees to the uh, to the midsection. The second one or the first one came down and hit the top of his cup. So he may have got his dick hit a little bit on the way oh, back down. Jimmy, but it barely. Wasn't, uh, barely. Yeah, barely. Exactly, barely. That right. I, I'll tell you right now, Mike Rodriguez. The, this is what the saddest part is: when the ref jumps in and goes time out, time, and you see Mike on go, looking for the kill. The fight was over, and he goes, and you see him. He goes time, like he was so confused. Yeah. And what do you mean there's a timeout in MMA? What the f That guy's a nice guy, man. He's a very nice guy because – and I think Joe – first of all, I can tell he's a nice guy because he has Joe Lozon who's going to – and water seeks his own level. But I would be flipping – I mean, I never sure. seen any – I mean, it's brutal. How could you – the guy robbed him of the – a total victory. And I don't know, man. I'm just – I'm just real upset. Can I ask you guys both as, as fighters, like Ed Herman, again, you got to take the time if you can. He didn't, I mean, the guy referee just stopped it, but then he was kind of acting like his balls hurt. That kind of yeah. bugged me a little bit. Like he wasn't just standing there taking the time. He was doing the thing that you do when you get hit in the nuts, where you shake it off to make it look like he got hit in the nuts when he didn't. Yeah, I don't know about that one. And I thought, man, I watched the fight without sound. I thought it was over. I was like, okay, he finished him. And I got I got shit from people because I tweeted afterwards. I was like, way to go. The vet came back, and everyone acted like I was ignoring the nuts. Like, look, as far as I'm concerned, they're one and one. Like, it's impressive that he got beat up that bad and came back and got a Kimura. But, yeah, that – I was really happy to see that they said they were going to pay Mike uh, both because he definitely, definitely deserves it. Okay. Oh, when they, I saw, I think one of his coaches was saying they were going to go uh, review and like protest it. I think they should definitely be overturned at the very least to a no contest. But yeah, that was, uh, that was, I don't, I'm all for gamesmanship, but I don't know if I, you know, directly take a shot to the body, even if the ref stops it, 
you know, I might not tell him to not stop it, but I'm definitely not going to start messing with my cup. You know, I mean, unless he really felt it in his balls, but that's that's kind of a hard sell for me. You know what? I think that, I mean, maybe he knew he was just dead to rights because, you know, something called everything. You know, it's being filmed, you know. But, uh, you know, when they did interview him, he said, hey, look, I was hurt. I didn't know what it was. And that can be true. You know, you get hit with a good body shot. I don't know. He could be full of shit. I don't know. But listen, all I know is, I really, Mike Rodriguez, everybody feels your pain. Once it's behind, I was praying that he was going to fucking tap, though. Because once I seen it behind his back and Ed Herman did finish it like a pro, you know that shit's not, it's done. I don't care how, there's certain moves where an arm bar, sometimes you can get it popped a little bit and still struggle and get it off, get out of it. But with the Kimura, if you've seen guys, like, uh, for instance, uh, I keep, I bring this one up because it's the most, one of the most graphic ones, and it shows you how devastating a Kimura could be, is Frank Mir with uh, Noguera. Oh, you know, oh so, yeah. But he's a little too <laughs> stubborn. You Next thing you know, you get a metal-plated shoulder. So it gets nasty when that thing comes out. So thank goodness I heard it wasn't hurt, you know. But anyway, I just had to vent about that. I yeah. figured I'd do it because you were supposed to fight Ed Herman. <laughs> what else, Gerald? How's Duke Rufus doing? He's doing good. You know, I, me and him took a trip uh, for a few days to go train with Tyron and Dean and back up here for a couple of days. And we'll be out there. So, you know, Jim's doing well. We got guys competing in different organizations. And it's, it's been really busy for us during this whole thing. So we've been very fortunate. And, and you guys are uh, now you don't have the whole quarantine thing over there. Like you guys allowed to he's allowed to run his business. I'm not trying to blow up his shit. If, he's, if it's all yeah. so we have restrictions yeah, we course. definitely have to follow certain guidelines and stuff like yeah. there, there's mass in the whole bit but uh so far we've been following everything to the letter and they've allowed us to stay open and of course we try to keep the fight team separate from normal classes because you know and we do the temperature checks and everything you're supposed to do and the questionnaires because there's only so much you can do right you don't know you don't really know where people have been but so far uh, I think we were maybe shut down for a month or two. I forget what the time frame was, but um, yeah. for a while now we've been open. Yeah, well, good for you guys and good yeah. for Duke. I like to hear guys still surviving out there and, and getting back at it in these strange, strange times, you know? Yeah. But, uh, hey, man, other than that, yeah. dude, hey, man, we're, we're really we're behind you. We're looking good forward luck. to the fight. And, uh, hey, man, what a, what a great opportunity for you. Yeah. yeah I appreciate it, guys. Have a great fight, man. Talk to you All soon. All right, Gerald. Take it easy. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hold on, Matt. I know what you were going to say. Alexa Grasso was the name. 
by the way. Oh, Alexa, I Alexa, 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 Alexa I Grasso. So, but I didn't want to guess wrong if I said somebody might have had COVID. So yeah, it was Alexa. Yeah, she's a badass, man. She fought like three weeks after that. Yeah. I like hearing when these people had it and then they're, then they're fighting in the yeah. cage two weeks after. Now, we want to talk about the fights a little bit. Um, we talked about the main event, which uh, was really a, a fucking amazing fight. And we also did discuss, uh, of course, uh, Ed Herman over uh, Mike Rodriguez and uh, Quarantillo over Kyle Nelson. Uh, round three submission. Billy Quarantillo is a tough guy. And a really fucking fun guy to watch. Billy Billy Q, like we call him, yeah. he visited Long Island before. He, he hung out with the uh, the Sarah Longo fight team. He was over there at, at Longo's and Wyvins at Law. He was at my place, uh, grappling. And then he's and he's over in uh, Tampa with uh, Matt Arroyo, an old buddy of mine. I love this last fight with, uh, Car- what's his name, Carnile? The, the, uh, the crazy ginger guy? What's his name? Spike, 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 uh, Spike Carlisle. Yes, Carlisle. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. That was a, that was a fantastic fight. Yeah. Now, and then he follows it up with this. I mean, I, I'll tell you, man, this is how guys gain fans. That was, that was a hell of a fight. And it's funny, man. Like during the fight, Billy was throwing like an overhand. And then when he knocked him out, it was like straight down the middle with that right. Bah. Yeah. He's not Southpaw. No. I'm trying to think mm, of was, was he left hand or right hand. No, it's right hand. So many goddamn fights. Yeah. But man, Jimmy, I picked third round finish. All right, I picked sub, but still. And I picked, uh, I took him by decision. Okay, so I'm better than you in this sense. You are, but we're both right. Okay, Jimmy. I'm, first of all, I'm not better than you. No, hey, hey, what about, uh, what about uh, Kevin being such a, a, a fan of yours? That was nice. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Coombe. That's yeah, so yeah. great, man. By old radio. Uh, he was a nice dude. I liked him a lot. Uh, Kama Worthy losing to uh, Ottman as I tell Jimmy, what a fucking finish. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. I mean, and Kama Worthy's, I mean, I want to see him back, not yeah. just because he has a love of Star Wars and his nickname is Death Star, but, you know, Ottman uh, as a tar. As a tar. As a tar. What is it? As I tar. As I tar. As I tar. Say it again? As I tar. Ottman as uh, I like Azatar because it reminds me of Avatar. And yeah. Avatar is what I use in my games. Kamora Savage. But um, I'll tell you, he was game. He got caught. Shit happens. But that Otman, man, woo. Yeah. He's for real, dude. I, I can't wait to see what's next with him. These guys just like appear out of nowhere. Yeah. And next thing you know, we got another player on the scene. Dude, he's 13 I, up. He's 13 listen, up. I Can we just really quick talk about Bobby Green? And how how great he looked uh, versus Alan Patrick. Because I don't, I think we kind of, I don't think we talked about it yet. Yeah, you know, that was a um, very dominating uh, performance. I, man, you know what? Bobby Green's such a nice guy, and, and we should do our condolences for the um, Iranian wrestler. Yeah, do you have yes. his name? We should get his name right now, and uh, if we can, guys, put that up there for us so we can say it. And uh, you know, it's so sad. He 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 got killed. Executed, um, right? In Iran. Executed for look, you know, for for a peaceful protesting, and uh, you know, Bobby Green said he saw that right before he walked out. They must have. His, um, there you go. Is his name up there? Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I want to make sure. Uh, Navid Afkari. Am I, am I saying it correctly? Yeah, it sounds right. Uh, you know, he was so like it, it bothered him so much that he could not even do a post-fight speech a post-fight interview 
with with uh, with our friend, the count Michael Bisping. He was trying to interview him. He goes, "Man, a man lost his life." He's like, "I can't even like think about my fight now. Like, screw my fight." Basically, did they like know that. each other? No, he didn't know him. I don't believe he did, but he knew that a man lost his life over that, and he was very upset about that. That guy's a real dude, Bobby Green. Yeah, I like him a lot, and I'm so happy for his success lately. You know, so Bobby Green, here's to you. Let's get him on soon, guys. Yeah, sure. Hey, listen, Roxanne Modafferi versus Andrea Lee. Yeah. Uh, I picked by decision Modafferi, and so did you. Because you were no, you were, you I put I the third round dancing. stoppage. Oh wait. Oh, I'm I, sorry, Jimmy. I took a third round stoppage. Oh, I am correct. Yeah, Are you I wrong am about correct. Uh, I sorry? took a Nitar by second round stoppage. So my, you're saying and, my pick wasn't worthy? Worthy by second round stoppage. No, no, huh? nothing. You I slipped worthy. in a shitty joke. Listen. Oh, uh, oh no! Oh, I am worthy oh, of your no. friendship. I came to see you. I'm going to give you a big bear hug. And you go, no, germs. And then I'm going to start, like, I'm going to give you wet willies. No, I'm not, Jimmy. But I just miss you so much. And I miss you. I don't think they're going to give elbows when we see each other. Little no. shitty elbows. Hugs. You'll get, oh, Jimmy, you better learn the defense from the double underhooks. I'm giving you a big <laughs> bear hug. <laughs> um, all right. What other fight do we got? Da, 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 da. I think we went through the fights. We went through all of them, yeah. All right, and Jimmy. Listen. Very- Great night of fights, and I can't. Well, we're going to talk Wednesday. We'll see who we get on Wednesday. Because, um, obviously, uh, I want to talk Woodley, to Lord Covington. I can't wait to see uh, what a fucking great card this is. Oh my goodness, Jimmy! Well, listen, I can't wait. Uh, we're spoiled with fights uh, like every weekend, and I- I'm excited. I mean, I'm super excited. I'm beyond excited for Tyrone Woodley versus Colby Covington. You know what I mean? Cerrone, Nico Price. Uh, no, and, wait, what? That's on, that, on, on this weekend? Co-main. And also uh, Johnny really? Walker Holy is shit. coming back. A huge fight for Johnny Walker after two straight losses after being undefeated. So we'll talk about that, I guess, on Wednesday uh, to promote that card properly. But uh, what a fucking great card this is, too. Jimmy, I can't wait to talk to you. I will be here. I thought I wasn't going to be here, but I'll be here okay. on Wednesday. All right? Awesome. All right, my man. Listen, Everybody, unfiltered army. I'm getting all your messages, yeah. and I do appreciate it. And uh, those guys who wanted me to give shout outs, I forgot your names, but I'll look again. I'll do it in the future. So, Jimmy, my little bird, I will talk to you by Wednesday. You got it, buddy. Okay, brother. Talk to you soon. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, bye. I could have done without the clap. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>